Yo, welcome to another episode of Primal AF. You are in for a little bit of a treat because you're going to get the tactical side. I got my boy Nicholas on and we have a pretty cool conversation. We just kind of hop right into it. It starts with a simple conversation of how do you go from a logic-based person to, to get them thinking more emotionally. So we explore the concept of connecting with people on an emotional level right from the jump when you're meeting someone new, and it's very helpful for that interaction. We also uncover the power of asking really good questions when we're getting to our goals and finding out why and what drives us. Just finding out really, I'm going to quote this, what's important. Uh, You'll witness a fascinating exercise where the logical answer actually transformed to something emotional. And hopefully it's something that impacts you and something you could take home. But the magic isn't really just in the questions. It's in the story behind every person we talk to. And really when we're creating or building rapport, familiarity and connecting with others, understanding their story, we, we discuss also the importance of self-talk and how, how helpful or detrimental it is, especially on our perception of our goals and how it affects our journey. It's less about meeting the goal and more about the values and the emotions associated with what we're doing. We also, surprisingly, get into the world of training and life, physical fitness, the balance in between pushing hard and recovery time. For some reason, that always jumps in. But as we near the end of the podcast, you'll you'll see a couple moments of self-discovery and overcoming adversity, finding hope. And hopefully this helps you on your own journey. Hopefully this helps you on your own journey. So you know, buckle up, give us a couple likes, and uh, tell me if this was helpful. I appreciate you guys listening. I appreciate all the DMs, but this is uh, this is a pretty cool one. So we'll hop right into it. Yeah. Please. So I get stuck kind of in my logic lizard brain. When someone's just like at the very beginning, I can just tell it's like, I'm just speaking logically and I'm not, and everything that I'm saying is correct and true and should make sense, but it's not, it's not clearing the landing just because it's not coming from a logical place. They're coming from an emotional place. So specifically when you're dealing with someone who within the first few moments of meeting you, what are you looking for? I'm- okay. Cool. All right. So, all right. I'm pretty clear now. I'm going to show you something. And mm-hmm. this practice, hopefully, I I show you some. Okay, I'm gonna ask you seven questions. So, wh- um, what's your volume goal for November? Two hundred fifty k. This is gonna get more difficult and more difficult every time I ask it. But why is that important? So here's the deal: every time you answer your question, you just ask. Why is that important? So it might be the number. Why is that important? Because of this. Why is that important? So do that seven times. And this is what we're going to come up to is the seventh question. That is really what we're after. Why is that important?
bring value to my life and something that I can add value to someone else's life. So in this practice, very good, by the way, awesome. One, you went from a very logical answer. There's no emotion behind it. How did we get to value and happiness, which are emotions? You were only asking one question. How <laughs> that so this practice, it's, it gets deep of why that goal is important to you. So when we started talking about like, you know, this is your why, this is your why, it's not about the money. Right. About building assets. It's about value and happiness. It's about freedom. But you are very correct. The way to get past the logical is to ask questions. Yeah. On the importance. But I mean, don't keep it. Don't, and don't it, directly. To, why is that important? It's almost like disarming. Right. Right. Yeah. Everybody so, has free to tell. He just got to find out what's theirs and what made them get to where they're at now. What are some helpful questions to ask in that scenario where you are building that rapport, building that familiarity? It's not there yet. And they've come up with like, price, what's important? You don't do this, not doing business. You can leave right, right. now. So they're throwing a lot at you then. That's called awareness. Yeah. Nobody's going to say the perfect thing at the perfect time. You know, it's the combination of everything that you do. It's right. one thing. But I mean, to your point and to your credit, you staying in the house was your superpower. Because some wine at 10 a.m. in the morning. What is that? It's um, Cabernet. It's coffee. It's, I have a rest. No, you just drink it in them fancy wine glasses. It's like, yeah, it's just like the organic coffee, MCT and collagen. Okay. How do you feel about athletic greens? No, it's, dude. It's just like, it's like everything else, man. Like I, I'm 80, 20, right? Mm -hmm. 80% of the time I am pretty much on par with nutrition. 20% of the time, dude, it's pizza, donuts, ice cream, candy. Yeah. The human experience. You got, you got to be happy. Yeah. Cool. So thank you for that. Probably the biggest thing that the two biggest things that I gained from that conversation was how are you able to help customers if you have not helped yourself? And helping myself, like I've noticed just how much negative self-talk I've given myself the past couple months. Mm -hmm. So thank you for saying that to me in a way that like communicated that to me. You're giving me too much credit. I think you just heard what you needed to hear. I mean, you did exactly what you've been coaching me on. You heard what you did hear what I said and you were able to provide a response that then helped me come to that solution for myself. Oh. I don't know if I've ever told you to do anything. I think you have taken your own initiative, right? I, if you had a way to like go back, you would find that all I really did is ask you questions. Yeah. And then you give me the answer and then you're like, aha, you got it, Jimmy. And I'm like, whatever, dog. I just asked the questions. I might tell yeah. him, but... You already have the answers. You just need to hear them. It's your journey. Mm -hmm. I'm the strategist. You're the general. Yeah. See how that came about full circle? Yeah. I, I smell what you're stepping in. 
they're like, I can't make the decisions for you. Right. Mm -hmm. What is the consistent track to, to put a goal and convince yourself that that's the goal? How do you maintain your goals throughout perceived obstacles? Or is that just something that's exclusive to every person? I think, I think what we're trying to figure out is how do we not beat ourselves up? Like after challenges or obstacles? Yeah. So we set a goal, right? What is our expectation of that goal? Right? Did we set a goal that is, I'm just going to use very dramatic numbers. Did we set a goal that's $600,000, right? Mm -hmm. And I don't meet that expectation. Then it's a bad time, right? There's only... There's a gap between what has actually happened and what is our expectation. Our expectation is just what we perceive to be as right in the world. Our perception, mm -hmm. right? Not what actually is happening, right? So there's the gap there. Right. So to get rid of that gap, we need to figure out what can I do that is enough enough to be happy enough to and that, that's not being lazy so don't get me wrong it's not like sitting on your ass right but all right so if you get a puppy right what's the proper amount of attention to give them right because if you go too much then you're smothering him and he dies right so it's like, like you might be you know playing with him outside for an hour Right. And then them chill and then eat the rest of the, the rest of the day. I don't know. Right. You do the minimum that makes that dog happy yeah. or eating. Right. You, you eat to your satiated. You don't eat everything in the buffet because it's right. so you eat to where you're happy. Right. So same thing. We have to ask two questions. One. What can we do that is enough? So what does that mean? I don't know. This is a, this is a personal thing, so I don't, I don't have the answer for you. Um, but you need to be happy, right? Mm -hmm. So set minimum standards. So hit that consistently. It's a good time, right? You might be aiming for a really high number November. So if we did the minimum 137. So if we hit that, we're not like jumping off the walls or anything, but right. you're happy, right? That's the minimum. You're happy. Everybody's kind of like, it's just like still water, right? Now we ask the second question. What will get us excited? The things that get you excited are things that you listed out, things that you get 
you a down payment for a house, the things that put you in a good position in your personal life, it gets you freedom, it gets you happiness. Um, it gives you value, right? A lot of it is confidence in the self and trust in the self. Dude, I've gone two weeks on, you know, a couple, a couple DNSs, a couple finance turndowns, a couple cancels. That's not me. The real me is going to show up this next week and I'll probably bang out 150 just in this week alone. That's who I am. I'll put it to you in my language and maybe it'll resonate more, right? Mm -hmm. So I just had a meeting with my trainer this morning and he was like, you might need more rest. I'm trying to ramp up my efficiency and he's telling me I need more rest. Mm -hmm. Like who is going to be more efficient if you look at a year? The guy that was balls out 100% 10 times in a year or the guy that does consistently and smooth in hour. It's really, really chill and really easy you know, once every other day, who's going to get more training, right? It's every other day. Right. So there's two ways to go about training. One is not correct, but one of them is, you know, every day from now until the race day, I go as hard as I can, as fast as I can. What's going to happen on day two is my energy level is going to start going down and so is recovery and it's going to go down. It's going to go down. It's just going to be a chore. It's not happy. Mm -hmm. Right. The other way is doing the least amount of training possible for the maximum amount of energy or of, of efficiency. So for me, that means taking three days off a week and not doing shit while moving around, but like not doing shit. Like I'll train three days. That's all I need. The rest of the days, I'm chilling, I'm recovering, not doing anything. What does that mean? That means I have more energy going into the second training. Mm. Second day I train, right? I'm excited about it. It doesn't seem like a chore. I got energy. My legs feel good. Right? I'm not burnt out. But that's, that's the same exact thing as, as what we're talking about now. What are you training for? Life. I mean, I'm just flexing. Right. Um, when I do my seven levels, the reason I train is so I could be 75 years old and be lethal, dangerous. I want to be, you know, fit. Look, have a good quality of life for the longest amount of time possible. Yeah. Kind of be vulnerable. To be vulnerable right now. Yeah. It's uncomfortable. <laughs> it's uncomfortable for me. I just started doing this like a year and a half ago, maybe. Yeah. Because, I mean, I'll tell you the truth. When I first started, you only knew and saw the best parts of me. Like, you're not going to see any faults. So you might think I'm up here. But there's no connection there. I live off of connection. That is like one of my core values. But once you start seeing like the real parts of me, like, hey, Jimmy's eating a fucking jelly donut, right? Like, oh, like, you know, it's it's more real. I don't know. My house is a mess and 
all the, all this other shit, um, then it's a little bit more real. Mm-hmm. I mean, he's been on a pit before, right? But I also use that shit to my advantage because I know how to get out of it. Yeah. Be careful not to focus on the goal. Mm-hmm. It's on the values of the goal. It's going to be more about the empathy, the vulnerability, the questions. Yeah. Coming out. Like whatever values are important in that. And I, I was just throwing those out there. I, I don't know what the values are for you. I was just throwing those out there, but it's going to be more about that. Then it, it, the goal will come when you do the things that lead up to the goal. Yeah. I can't just plan next year and say, I want to make $6 billion. This, I mean, if I'm just sitting here, that's not going to happen. I have to do things and buy things. And my value, I have to work on my values that are going to get me and the habits that are going to get me $6 million. Right. What are the $6 million people doing? that I can do. And I better not be talking to people that are making $60,000 a year mm-hmm. or $100,000 a year. Yeah. What's the value that you put on like staying with this job versus going with another job or going with a job that you know, you're here. So there's a value. Do you mind me asking what that value is for you? You remember what I said before? What was, what was really important to me? Quality of life and the connection connection and an underlying theme with anything that I do is it's always going to be a story of overcoming adversity. And I feel like I am a model fucking citizen of that. Like I have been probably in the deepest and shittiest spots out of anybody I know. And I have dug myself out and I've climbed up higher than most people. And I know people that are maybe not as bad of a situation that I was in, but I've already built the stairs out of the fucking shithole and Mm -hmm. I'm building the stairs up the mountain. So I know how to do it. Now I could just help people come up and what that looks like. I know the feeling. Yeah. Know the feeling like it's like almost like a pit in your stomach and not knowing what it right but I've also built the stairs to get the fuck out of there yeah it's possible right and that's all people need are is hope hope is one of the strongest powers ever yeah show me there's a fucking way and then we'll do it and then here are the steps and here are the tools This is about you, brother. About you. Cool. Well, um, it's been great, Jimmy. <laughs> Thanks for all your help.